Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Hamphlet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Man in the <laughs> But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Monday Night Raw, but also Friday Night Smackdown, the show formerly known as NXT 2. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to tonight's Raw and all the fallout from SummerSlam. Well, not all of it, because the Bloodline stuff's going to go on on Friday, but some of it. <laughs> some of the fallout. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what's your favorite Banana Rama song? Where's this going? Yeah. One of mine is a cruel summer. And uh I really sort of identify with the uh the well the lyric cruel, cruel, cruel summer tomorrow when I have to review this with neither <laughs> you nor Sidgwick here to keep me company. I'm trying to be like Triple H and cook something up. Oh yeah. So I'm working on it's that. Like WWE when someone goes down on a big show and they're like, let's get Kurt Angle in the shield or whatever. You've stepped on my dick there. I was going to have Kurt Angle from The Shield. <laughs> God damn it. So I need someone even better than that. Nice one. Yeah. I'll work on that. Uh, I mean, nothing's advertised. Nope. Not a time of recording. Because Fallout, which is our bit, is now their bit too. Yeah. That, that's right, isn't it? Basically. Like, we would say that when, oh, they've not given us anything to talk about, so we'll just do it. But these PLEs, all bar SummerSlam of which have been good this year, haven't given us anything afterwards. It's been Fallout. It's been, well, you saw what happened on Saturday. <laughs> Figure out for yourselves, losers. That's their, <laughs> that's their sort of mindset for this. So I guess that's what we're going to have to do. How far away is payback? It feels like it's early. Se- it's less than a month away. Wait, when is it? 2nd of September. Hang on. The 2nd of September? Yeah. <laughs> that's a Saturday, right? Yep. So that'll be the same night as the collision, which is the go-home show for All Out and the Fallout collision from All In. <laughs> oh, God, don't even think of that. Yeah. You'll still be off. You'll be fine. Yeah. That sounds like a real, going to be a real doozy, that one. <laughs> oh, God. God! Cruel, cruel, cruel somewhere. Right, and I feel like they kind of need to get stuff organized. I mean, you've got your main event set. It's Jimmy versus Jay. Probably. Right. Well, what do you do with Cody Rhodes, for example? I don't know. Um... 
if this was last year, and WWE didn't have this problem because Cody Rhodes was injured and Roman was very, very, very distracted with Sami Zayn. Uh, Why is there a f***ing fast lane? Sorry, I'm just looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's asked for that? When's that? 7th of October. What? What's it on the fast lane to? Halloween Havoc? Um, <laughs> it's the fast lane to Survivor Series. Not really. Which is in November 25th. So it's a slow lane. Like, it's the longest gap. Fast lane. Hang on. I didn't realise there was a fast lane. I suppose there has to be some show, doesn't there? Payback, fast... That's the worst. Like, nobody's in a fast lane to anywhere. No. Unless you really, really love Halloween. You know, like, what is it, October the 7th or something? October the 7th. Oh, God. Is it the fast lane to No Mercy? Isn't that October? Uh, That's already happened. No, NXT's No Mercy. Yeah, that's already happened. That's oh. September the 3rd. I was like, man, it's already happened like now. No. I right. also haven't decided on how I'm announcing that, so I'm not going to say the name of that show. All right, it's fair. Maybe enough. on Wednesday we'll talk about it. I've shared this anecdote on the podcast before, but No Mercy was the first um, UK... Was it the first? No, that's complete bollocks. It was a UK show that was airing on Skybox Office here in the UK um, in the spirit of those, like, UK shows that pretended that there were a big card... But really, it was just I house show with the cameras on and we'll charge those idiot British rubes fifteen pounds <laughs> to uh, to watch it. So you had like one night only was goaded. But then Sidge, of course, went to Capital Carnage. Oh yeah, Dad uh, <laughs> had a good time with that. Um, <laughs> and No Mercy was in Manchester. You know, like Rebellion, Insurrection. Oh yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. Just these shows that just pretend like they're this massive big pay per view, but in reality. They're just kind of farting out a card. Rebellion, insurrection, all in London. Just these things that like <laughs> don't remotely reflect really the the sort of pedestal with which they're being placed on. Uh, that was no mercy in 1999, but I was very fortunate enough to go um, in Manchester. Uh, and even though wrestling was reaching its pop culture height, its zeitgeist height, <laughs> By 1999, my friend Martin wasn't switched on to WWE in any way. And I was very excited. Got to No Mercy. I'm going to, I can't wait for No Mercy. And somehow, from his back pocket of cultural references, he'd assumed that I was going to see the one-hit wonders, No Mercy, pr- pr- presumably performed 12 times in a row, their song, Where Do You Go? Oh, what tune. My lovely. Um, they were called hey. No Mercy. I didn't know that. Well, and he did, but he didn't know there was a wrestling show. And did not understand my excitement for that. Like, <laughs> also just realised Fastlane, obviously, yeah. traditionally named for being on the road. To, it's like Royal Rumble, and then we're on the Fastlane to WrestleMania. Just look at this. Is this the furthest possible place you could be from WrestleMania? Six, six months on, six months to go to the next one. Yeah. It's October the 7th. It's literally the furthest you could be. <laughs> It can't be. It could be the fast lane out of WrestleMania. Yeah. It could be the fast lane to WrestleMania. This is <laughs> a dirt road, <laughs> a million miles away from anything. It's not even anywhere near roadblock because nobody would think to put one up no. on that on this particular lane. It's like there's a there's a maybe a metal chain and it says please. <laughs> People go nah. Like after Survivor Series, they just have one for like Christmas time and like switch off. Yeah. WWE yeah. switch off. WWE power down. It's shit. It should be called WWE. See you in November. WWE out of office. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, what's what the hell podca- they're going to do on this podcast? Show? Who? Right. 
Don't say no immediately. Right. But we're going to have to do something with Cody Rhodes in the interim. No, no, because I don't want to lose a bet to Sidgwick. We had a pasty bet a lot. You're going to say Seth Rollins, aren't you? No. Oh, thank Christ. No, no, like, no, no. He said he doesn't want to win that belt. Yeah, but when the toy belt came out, Sidgwick was like, I bet he wins that first. Nah. I was like, I pasty bet you he won't. And I don't want to lose another frigging Isles Lizzie's bets. <laughs> I've got like a reverse sweep going where I, like, if I win one now, it'll ruin my run. But we need Cody to fight someone at either <laughs> fast lane or more than likely payback. Yeah. So he needs to fight someone who looks strong, who can pose a threat to him, and who can put on a great match with him, a la sort of Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> right. I'm not suggesting him. I'm suggesting, Mom, can we have Dominic Mysterio? We've got Dominic Mysterio at home. Dominic Mysterio at home, Logan Paul. Good. Um, Imagine Logan Paul being so high on himself after beating Ricochet. He's like, I think I'm going to face the biggest baby face in the company. At payback. And then the sentence doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. The, hang on, is there another Saudi show this year? Oh, this is what I'm looking for. I can't see anything. That's all it says in terms of on... on Fastlane would make a good um, Saudi show title because that's kind of what Newcastle United have taken to Premier League glory. <laughs> through Saudi it's in uh, money. Indy, Indiana. Indiana. Indianapolis, Indiana. Go Colts. That's October time, which is going to make a pretty eerie Indiana. <laughs> Uh, Cody, I like I like Cody and Logan, but I can't see it happening at payback. I got to be honest, um, which I believe is in Pittsburgh. Correct. Um, PPG Paints Arena. <laughs> so that sounds really finished, doesn't it? The PPG in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, <laughs> for payback. That's five P's. <laughs> um, which, which to be fair, is going to have the bloodline main event, isn't it? Of Pimmy versus Pay Puso. <laughs> The theme of the event is wrestlers seeking payback against their opponents. Thanks, Wikipedia. Right. Well, Cody has not a single <laughs> debt to collect, having defeated Brock Lesnar. So I guess he can just take the night off. Gunther, I love it, but you don't want to. I don't want to use that though. That's then, weird. Intercontinental title. It's tricky. This who's like I can't call who Cody, who Cody faces next or who Seth Rollins faces next. It's time to play the game. If only people could see what we do oh, when imagine? that button gets pressed. Um, so what I thought we could do mm-hmm. is just have Cody fight another sort of legend. All right. He's fought Brock to keep himself busy. Yep. Tonight he's like, right, I'm refocusing my attentions on the guy who's quite clearly gone on his holidays yeah. in Roman Reigns. He's just about to say his name, but yeah. then. But then, yeah. well, who jumps him? That's the question. Somebody's music. I'm on the WWE Live page. <laughs> we've already, we're 10 minutes in, we've already got into this. Good. I'm scrolling through it now. Do we do the, the pro rules do apply? Okay. Oh. Stick or twist. Yes. I'm, I'm glad this. Um, stop. Two. Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, brilliant! It couldn't have gotten any better. <coughs> Twist. No. <laughs> not allowing it. All right. You'd have said three. Mm-hmm. You'd have got Mason Ryan, who I yeah. believe is doing something in Cirque du Soleil or something. You know? Fair enough. Good for him. If you'd Classic have said, Castle 2 would have been good. If you'd have said four and it had been your last go, mm-hmm. you'd have unfortunately landed <laughs> Cody Rhodes working. Matt Hardy. No! No, no, no! But you said two, which means the person... <laughs> Topical, I'll give you this. All right. Attacking Cody Rhodes. Yep. Tonight, on Monday Night Raw. 
Marty Jannetty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Corporate synergy out the ass. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. That's absolutely perfect. Like, there he is. Oh my God. That really is an American nightmare of a few, oh. isn't it? <laughs> Let's watch that. Good. Right, Cody Rhodes versus Marty Jannetty. Booked. Tick. <laughs> right. Next. Hang on, do you want to get, uh, get the alumni page back up and you can pick Seth Rollins' opponent? Because I looked, at, I genuinely looked at the Raw roster and I went, I don't know. Uh, if you, Unless you do more Judgment Day stuff, mm -hmm. which I feel like we've kind of done everything we can here. We've had every, aside from Seth versus Rhea, yeah. we've kind of had every permutation of this. Are we missing like an obvious person for Seth? It does sort of feel weird that there's, like that Battle Royal... He was kicking around in that from Raw, Champa, Miz, oh, Nakamura, <laughs> Big Bronson. Oh, yeah, I've, got look, I've got the Big Bronson Reed, maybe. But I'm looking through the rest of this. Look, I'm looking through the rest. Maybe a heel Drew. Could he feel? But you were using a heel Drew's world title shot up for payback. Really? Yeah, I don't care. I call it Drew back for all I care. Like, what about Imperium as a stable? What, trying to take on? But then you have to do... What, belt for belt? What are you I doing? Know, I don't know. I just don't see anyone else. It's not. I mean, you can never rule out Veer, I suppose. <laughs> so, oh, I get the uh, alumni up with you. Okay, probably for the best. Proper wrestlers up. I love also how they always put the tag titles. Massive. Massive. It looks great because it's Chelsea Green and Sonia. <laughs> oh, God, sorry. I got distracted now. What are we talking about? We're on the alumni page, and there was the champions, and Will Bond just clicked Tony D'Angelo and Stacks and just started scrolling, forgetting that like there is a record button that's been pressed. Oh, uh, yeah. Unlike your first news draft this morning. Yeah. Record, <laughs> record did get pressed on this one. Right, I have. Let's, yeah, let's put yeah. Seth against a, a, a WWE legend. Stop. Stick or twist again? Yeah, yeah, let's do stick or twist again. One. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seth Rollins cutting a promo. <laughs> What's his uh, music? I thought this, I feel like when I'm watching, they're singing something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just be there. Yeah. Sweetened audio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tony Chimble's gonna jump. <laughs> Seth Rollins tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fight for the <laughs> women's championship. It's women's. God damn it, Chibble's doing a wild line. <laughs> one of my favorite things. That was Botchamania introduced me to that. Oh, I can't remember which one it was on, but if anyone's got the clip, please send it to me. Oh, Tony yeah. Chimble does a wild line. This is the uh, gravy uh, ball <laughs> invitation for the WWE women's championship. And yet. Think Michael Cole says, Do you hear what JR said? And you know what? And he goes, For the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> right, not Chimble. What are you doing to the new commentary teams, by the way? Oh, yeah. Um, so, right, let me just get this right. So, Michael Cole uh -huh. is going to be doing double duty. Indeed. He's bringing from SmackDown with him Wade Barrett. Oh, oh my God. But there's a third guy still at the desk, isn't there? Not on Raw. This is on SmackDown. Ah, so so, this, so we're back to a two-man booth on Raw. Yep. And then on SmackDown, you've got Corey Graves. Correct. And Michael Cole again. Correct. And they've got a third guy, yeah? Um, yeah. Oh, let me look who that was up. <laughs> Kevin Patrick! 
Good for him. Like, I, I was worried initially that it might be a, a, a bit of a demotion being sort of forced to work alongside. Like, you b- b- both do the same job. But yeah. by all accounts, WB very happy with uh, with Kev uh, and just basically te- have Michael Cole take him under his wing. Uh, meanwhile, over on NXT, no one has quite had any. Oh, teachable moment! Teachable moment! <laughs> Paul Vick still stuck with Booker T down there. Sounding increasingly pissed off as well. Like, he's really losing patience. How can you not say Oru Mensa's name? He's been here for six months. Just, I love it. What are you talking about, Buck? Like, he says that quite a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a promotion, isn't it? Because Fox is the, still the A show. and I think so. You know, like, it's that's where the most eyes are. I know, like, Raw has got this history and legacy and flagship, but SmackDown's where the numbers are. Mm. And, yes, Michael Colby in there does feel like a bit of a babysitter. I could be a phase-out, but it never works that well when you've got one voice across two shows. So I hope this is the mentoring well, thing. This is not when he was a heel, as I said on the news oh, this Christ, morning. no, yeah. God. It's five hours of a man shouting at you. Sometimes six, because he was doing the yes. NXT thing as well. What are we doing? What are we doing? Seth oh, Rollins needs the point. stick or twist with Tony Chim? I think I'll twist, thanks. Okay. I'm scrolling back up now. Stop. One. <laughs> Nina Samuels. Right. From NXT UK, I think. Yeah. This is putting the pressure on now, isn't it? Because yeah. I'm going to have to twist and we're stuck with whoever this is. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, I'm going back. There's it's Marty. not going well for Seth. It's almost like this belt is meaningless. <laughs> uh, stop. <laughs> You're looking nervous, Robert. Well, and we're stuck on this one, yeah. You absolutely cannot change it under any circumstances. Pro evil rules. One. <laughs> so sorry. Right. So that one is going to promo. Yeah. Let me kick. I mean, it would be newsworthy, right? Just <laughs> the match would be rubbish. Okay. Because. <laughs> Inexplicably, this guy has jumped between two promotions. No one found out about it. He's got another massive payday because someone's seen him and he's absolutely jacked and gone, well, we can't let him go. Speaking of jacked, it's Jack Swagger. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we doing here? Are we sort of... Do we get in the jump on what's going to happen in the Jericho Appreciation Society mandatory meeting on Wednesday? <laughs> and, like, you remember they had that, like, very heartfelt scene with the hat? Yes. And Jake Hager was like, I don't know if I can trust you anymore. And it turns out we can't trust him anymore. He's already left. There's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, swagger bomb on him to close Monday Night Raw. I've had a few goes at trying to get him up. Up <laughs> you go. Calls Seth Rollins a swagger jagger. Because, like, Rollins steals the style of other things he sees on Instagram and TikTok. Remember Swagger Jagger? Like, Cher Lloyd? Cher Lloyd. I interviewed her. Did you? Yeah. What was she like IRL? She was nice enough, yeah, to I, be fair. I thought she was one of them people that, like, on the X Factor, the press would just, like, pick people sometimes. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you, especially if you're a woman. <laughs> Bloody woman. You know what your problem is? You're a bit like Cheryl Cole. And we already have got a pin- people's princess of Cheryl Cole. We don't want another people's princess. And you look a bit like her. It disgusts me, Cher Lloyd. I thought was sort You're of... not even the best Cher. That is Cher. I prefer Cher. You're not even the best Lloyd. I like the bank. <laughs> You know what I mean? Lot, I like the weather forecast of John Lloyd. I like Cher the singer, John Lloyd, and Cheryl Cole, and I don't like you. But yeah, check out Swagger Jagger. And then she made a song that was like, I felt like, intent- I like intentionally irritating songs sometimes, and that was one. Yeah. 
Flag-a-jag-a. I'm going to pull on the office when we get back. Dad said, Andy's head's going to explode. He's going he's to shoot leave. Not just because it's home time. What is that? Count your money. Get your game on. You're a Let it go. No. <laughs> Sean Lloyd. Gerald Cole. You're a f***ing cow. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Bring it back to Monday Night Raw. So Seth Rollins is going to be fighting Cher Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, will WWE do anything to address this whole Becky Trish controversy stuff that seems to be continuously rolling on, do you reckon? Do you reckon? Triple H went in two foot. He on did, the didn't press he? Conference, didn't he? Um, I don't know. I don't, right. I, all, I feel like I'm going to kick a hornet's nest here. All the conversation in the last couple of weeks over women's wrestling is unfortunately a referendum that we shouldn't be arriving at. You know, Evolution 1 was 2018. NXT's women's division in 2015 was out of this world. NXT's do it instead of bloody fast lane. Yeah, NXT's women's division in 2016, 17, 18, 19 was better than most of WWE's output. Yeah. You know, uh, AEW should have done better and has persistently failed to. I like to think, despite the light-hearted nature with which we approach that, we try and keep it in the conversation every week because it's a problem until it's not. Yeah, it's know? not exactly like you could say, you know what, Becky, you need to get out of WWE and go and work for a promotion that really appreciates you. Like, hey, oh, no, wait a second. Yeah. Right? No way. It's Tony like, Storm's been a revelation, but... I want to shout out friend of the channel who we were very fortunate to meet in Dallas. Queen of the Ring. Yes. Alex Haas who tweeted over the weekend a very salient point, which is that 
the only women's promotions that get the booking of women. Sorry, the only promotions that get the booking of women's wrestling right are all women's promotions. Yeah, like that's spot on. Uh, I feel to the extent where I feel pointless being yet another male mouth for hire talking about it because there's probably not enough women in this space, yeah. let alone the product that we're actually covering. And it's just disappointing that it's 2023 and we're here. I needed to say all that as a bit of a disclaimer because uh, Becky Lynch and Tristratus has been rubbish. Yeah. And I don't know, that doesn't mean that you don't put other women's matches on SummerSlam, but Triple H's booking of the women's division across both shows has been pretty rubbish too. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I think he lied in the press conference. I think he said it's not about, he doesn't see uh, it as a men's division thing or a women's division thing. He just thinks if it's the best, it's the best. He cited the WrestleMania 35 main event and said that wasn't the main event because it was a woman's feud that was hot. It was the main event because it was the WrestleMania main event. Mm. And then he also said things like, you know, I saw it that way in NXT. If the women were the hottest angle, they were the hottest angle. There was no divide. He is telling the truth about both those things and trying to obscure the fact that he's done a really crap job yeah. of booking this division in, what, 13 months now he's had the job? Triple Threat was really enjoyable, especially with all the shenanigans with Bianca and stuff on, on Saturday. Yeah. Bill's was crap. awful. Bill's it was the same bog standard, you fight you and then you interfere, and you yeah. fight you and then you interfere, and then you all hit, hit finishes on each other and each of you sort of stands tall weeks leading up to the pay-per-view. And he's kind of shown his arse a little bit now because in hindsight, his defense ahead of the show of, uh, I want it's this is the length of the card I want to go for. Well, cut the main event in half, mate. And that's how you'll find space yeah. for another match. Like, obnoxiously long main event uh, was one of two or three run times that went needlessly long. Yeah, I was watching the show thinking, oh, it's a three-hour show, this. Yeah. I don't know why, I just automatically It matches, is why. Yeah. It matches. And... Uh, and then it got to, I was like, well, it's not, like, they hadn't gone to the finish of the uh, triple threat. Mm. Well, this show's not finishing in three hours. Ooh. So why couldn't we just had a four-hour show but had Trish and Becky yeah. on there? Half that main event, and then you've still got time. Or Rhea and Raquel, either or. Like, yeah. a real squash of Raquel could have gone on there with, maybe they'll follow that up tonight, but, like, but this was the match. You've got wasn't the excuse, it? Like, haven't you, with Raquel's injury? But yeah, anyway, yeah, that was the match. Becky Lynch and Trisha, big names. You know, the rationale will be that they are going to be massive. They'll be they'll main event that raw. Yeah. In, um, but the thing is, that's in Winnipeg. So uh, Postman PS doing the old. Oh, it's Canada. Home field advantage. So, well, a bit, but she's from Toronto and she's the heel. So should she even have the home field advantage? Aren't you booking this to Becky Lynch to get the long-standing vindication? for a thing that's been going on for months. I don't know. I just, I just think it's a bit ugly all the way around. I think it was the worst possible time yeah. for WWE to do this um, in light of other conversations going on outside of their bubble. And Becky Lynch, to her credit, took the piss on social media. Yeah. Like, I love that she considers herself in enough for standing to be able to do that now. Like, Triple H made the dig about making lemonade because she'd... Yeah, she did that. Like life had given her some lemons, and I really like the tweet about saying Detroit has more ocean and beach than I remember, because she was nowhere near Detroit over the weekend. So fair play to her. I just, I wish, I don't know. I feel like such a bastard for saying it. I wish that the wronged parties were basically in an undeniable position and yeah. could be denied them anyway. I haven't enjoyed the bulk of this program. Yeah, it was a bit like um, when. 
see the, the 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 WrestleMania 35 was a really good position where you were like they have to main event. Yeah, you can't not main event. Exactly. Yeah, that was undeniable. I'm trying to think of another comparable position, but then I remembered it was me arguing that the women shouldn't main event uh, WrestleMania Night One. I was like, you have to put the tag titles in. Yeah, there. Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think. That was proven correct, even though Charlotte and Rhea was one of the matches of the week. Which, but again, when you're a company that books with parity, you can do that. Yeah, like you've got the freedom of that. And I think, like for the most part, these PLEs this year and WWE in general, like they're not bad for parity. Nothing's perfect, but they're not bad. Um, but the quality of the storyline and the story, t- the storylines and the storytelling is nowhere near up to par. Becky should try and make light of it tonight. Get I'd, some patter back with Becky Lynch, please. Yeah. Um, I rip the piss out of the length of the main event. Make jokes about, like, I don't know what, like, I heard a lot of things about time this week, but I could have beaten you in three seconds. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, um, I have a feeling that, like, this will end on a high because wrestling's weird like that and Trish and Becky will feel motivated yeah. to make a point. Do you think they do Rhea and Raquel tonight? That feels a bit weird to not announce it unless they've done it since we've been... I'll check. <laughs> they have been building to it, haven't they? Uh, I don't know. what they, I don't know what they think of that match. Mm. Do they want to put that on payback? Are they are they in danger of booking themselves into a corner with Rhea and Raquel? Because do you want to beat Raquel? Not really. But Rhea losing now doesn't feel right, does it? No. They do like these long WrestleMania to WrestleMania runs for these champions. And I can't see Rhea losing the title anytime soon. Raquel, I guess Raquel, I'll tell you what would be quite cool actually. Raquel as part of this ongoing thing with Rhea, falls afoul of the Judgment Day and is able to, like, link up with other baby faces. Mm. Because the Judgment Day now, if I'm WWE, I'm booking Finn and Damian Priest to try and get back on track. And, bent, like, baby faces should benefit from this. Yeah. Alpha Academy, let's say. Do you know what? There we go. Alpha Academy uh, have already got... Like this Viking Raiders thing going on, but it's helped basically mm-hmm. create them as a baby, make them as baby faces. Have them go into some sort of mini thing with the Judgment Day, maybe by getting a big win over Finn Balor and Damian Priest. And within that, you've got Rhea Ripley, who is not very nice and not very kind to Maxine Dupree. Mm. And then Raquel is very much like pick on someone your own size. She's had one match, like. Ooh, then, I like that. And then she sort of steps in, and she sort of levels up in the process. So, uh, before we get to the Judgment Day and mm. everything after SummerSlam for them, quick word on Shayna Baszler. Has what happened re-established her? I think there is certainly a, a way of doing it in video package form for the people who maybe didn't watch the kind of disjointed, let's say, MMA rules match, yeah. where you present her as the woman who choked out Ronda Rousey in an MMA fight. You've got to. She's the killer. Yeah, you've got to. That is, I classified that as a disaster on our SummerSlam review, but it's very much like Shayna Baszler's career doesn't need to be derailed by it, considering it was one. Yeah. If anything, they can make something. Th- th- here's making lemonade out of lemons, because now you can just video package it up. You can have a still image of Ronda Rousey being knocked out, and you can basically say Shayna Baszler's the, the biggest threat. Now would be the time to give Shayna Baszler a strong win over a big baby face to put the Frighteners up Rhea Ripley. If anything, I would probably be trying to work a way to turn a baby face. Yeah. Because Baszler and Ripley was the one match that defeated Dynamite in the demo. That's a good point. In the original Wednesday Night War. 
to be able to redo that with the alignments reversed, I think is a pretty tasty bit of business. Like, I don't know if that's a Royal Rumble title match. I don't know if that's some, like, who knows? Like, we're not yet. <laughs> we're not yet on the fast lane to the Royal Rumble. But when we are, um, what if Baszler the babyface becomes a favourite? Mm. What if she becomes a favourite around Royal Rumble season and you start looking at, Shayna's a really over babyface on Raw and Rhea's still got the belt. Starts to show itself as a natural WrestleMania title match, doesn't it? Yeah. This bit is crucial. Like, what you do with Shayna Baszler now is absolutely crucial. Yeah, I'd like a, a heel maybe to go up to her and be like, well, you only beat it because it was MMA rules. If it was just a normal fight, I'd beat you. Yeah. She's like, is that a better knuckle fight then? Do you know what she could do? She could easily, easily tap out either Chelsea Green or Sonny Deville. Yeah. Chelsea Green especially doing a, I wasn't ready, I wasn't ready. And Shayna saying something along the lines of, well... You'd have only you only won the tag belts because I turned on Ronda in the first place. Yeah, Shayna has a partner in the tag match, and that partner turns on Shayna, and Shayna destroys them. Natalia, they've teamed together before, haven't they? Yeah, I think so. Probably. probably yeah. Um, let's talk about the Judgment Day. Yeah. Uh, I hope Seth moves away from them. I hope he cackles at them and then gets claymored out of his shoes, perhaps. Yeah. True. Well, I don't know what Gunther's up to. I, I don't. Anyway, we'll have to wait and see tonight. Yeah. Um. But is this the end of the Judgment Day, or is it just the beginning of the new Judgment Day with a certain J.D. McDonough being added by Finn Balor? Although I was watching SummerSlam, and I thought, yeah, that's what I'd do if I was leading the Judgment Day. I'd be like, who's one of the first guys eliminated in that Sausage Battle Royal? <laughs> who's that guy? Well, I need to sign him up for the Judgment Day. I, I love where we're at with the Judgment Day at this point, because I know there's that like temptation to say, oh, don't split them up. Like, Don't do another bloodline split they're still a fun stable. There's still those to do. I think an equal argument to that is go out on top. Yeah. And I'll, of course, I'll miss them if they were to say, if they were, I don't think they will, but like if they were to split up shockingly tonight and it yeah. was to be the big autumn development that gives us big programs throughout the four, the four um, great because they've gone out absolutely top of the game. Nothing but great memories of the Judgment Day. I don't think it's happening just yet, though. Not yet. Uh, I don't like JD McDonough. But I hope that isn't an entirely dropped thread because yeah. there was quite a lot of logic to it. And Finn Balor being so insecure at how Damien Priest has potentially surpassed him that he goes looking for a apprentice in somebody that basically is his mirror image but 10 years younger, whatever, 15 years younger. That makes perfect storyline sense. Him trying to recruit JD McDonough makes complete sense. Meanwhile, Damien Priest just completely losing faith in Finn is where this has to go now. Yeah. That was what I think was the story they were telling on Saturday and Rhea and Dom having to pick sides or show where their loyalties lie is an interesting wrinkle. Dominic's going to go where Rhea goes, but Rhea's kind yes. of, Rhea's the boss, really. So she's been the one a couple of times now where there has been little bits of dissension coming out and saying, everything's fine. Like you, you people, each and every one of you probably mm. want problems with the judgment day, but that's only because you're standing in our incredibly well-designed shadows. How do they do it? How do they do it? Well, I probably just reverse the lights, I guess. Yeah. But um, there you go, Penn and Teller. <laughs> Fooled you. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Remember that magician show where you had? It was good. It was good, wasn't it? Uh, aye. Not yet, but coming soon. Judgment Day, dissension, breakup. And maybe a, a sort of mirroring of that. Remember that time when they were like, we need to go remove the weakest link and they killed Edge? Yeah. Something like that, but it's... Oh, actually, we've just added a new link to the chain. Yes. Rather than removing the weakest link, here's JD McDonough, and his initials spell JD like Judgment Day. So, so we've got... Here's, a, here's one for you, then. So you don't want Seth Rollins to associate with the Judgment Day. Do you, Does that include 
Damien Priest because he's Mr. Money, seen your money in the bank, or do you do that thing where just nobody talks about that for a bit and we move on with the judgment day and then the split is what motivates him to, hang on a second, I got his case. Like, do you kind of like have them two part ways for the time being? Uh, I think, I think you reinforce the fact he's got this cash in, mm. but I think you don't necessarily have him focus on it being Seth. So maybe Finn says like, you kind of screwed me at um, SummerSlam, confusing everything. So maybe you should give me that briefcase and I'll have another title shot with that. Ah, yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, you didn't win this. I did. Or the Judgment Day do a corridor face-off with Imperium. And there's the idea that Damien Priest might cash in on the Intercontinental Champion. Ooh. Because of the new rules that have been laid out. The bad rules. The rubbish, rubbish rules. We would have been all right with it if it had been Otis fighting for the tag titles. Or Dominic Mysterio loses the North American title and then steals the briefcase to cash in to try and win it back and fails. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, all eyes on the Judgment Day I sense tonight mm. on Monday Night Raw. Really excited to see what happens there. Who uh, Here's a one for you, right? I've pitched on the SummerSlam podcast today, Sami Zayn being the guy to lend a hand to Jey Uso in what will presumably is new battles with his brothers because Kevin Owens is injured. Yes. What if the Judgment Day, in a kind of pathetic, but an attempt to show some solidarity challenge Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, knowing that Owens is injured. And tonight, Priest and Balor defeat Sami Zayn in a handicap match to become tag team champions oh. to make the Judgment Day all champions at the is same that time. Is that the end of the tag title story? Yes, because Owens is out injured anyway. So, here, right, here's why this is goaded, right? You ready for this? Well, you ready for all the Omega? Oh yeah, I'll tell you, right? Number one. Oh, my God. Sorry, I jumped the gun. That's all right. Finn Balor and Damien Priest win the belts. And they get to say for a while, better than ever, actually. Best friends. This was the real quiz. Because we're champions. They're all holding belts. Judgment Day, all gold, right? The belts. What colours are the belts, Wilborn? Oh, the red and blue. Right, mesh them together. What colours are Purple. Thank you. Right, purple belts straight away. So you've managed to unify the tag belts finally into one set of purple straps. And all the Judgment Day have got gold, and that's just cool. Who doesn't love it when the stable's yeah. got all gold, right? So everything is capital F fine in the Judgment <laughs> Day. Until it's not. But off yeah. you go in that direction with Priest and Balor as the tag champions. In the meantime, Sami Zayn doesn't just extend the hand to Jay. He kind of wants Jay to extend the hand back because without his partner, he's gone and lost the belts and he's at a bit of a low himself. And uh -huh. he's like, you know, the last time I was a low, do you know what I did? I turned to your family. And like, if you want me while I'm at a low, I will turn to your family again and I will help you. Yeah. And they're going to elevate each other because friendship and love is more important than power and status and all of this sort of stuff. And Jimmy's going to be like, hang on. Why are you showing your love with him yet again yeah. when I was in the frigging well, hospital? Well, you knew it. Yeah, and there's, there's your tag match. Sammy and Jay versus Solo and Jimmy, right? That happens at a pay-per-view. In the meantime, who else is in a hospital convalescing? Kevin Owens, who goes down the exact same route as Jimmy uh, Uso and turns on Sammy <laughs> Zayn when he returns to set up their next <laughs> no, chapter because he was like, again. I was in hospital, mate, and you just straight away went back to the bloodline. We, we said we were done. We said we were done. I'm in the right here, Sammy. <laughs> and then you've got another feud off the back of that. I love it. There we go. Well, there you go. Let us know your thoughts on that. Handicap match, Raw main event tonight. <sighs> or like they do a thing where, they do a thing where Sammy Zayn's like, if you can find a partner, Sammy Zayn, Sammy Zayn's like so trusted and so nice that he picks somebody, I don't know, Big Bronson Reed, and then he turns heel on him and then there's like Sammy. Oh, I've seen yeah. this coming. Yeah, but, but actually no, don't pick that because I want to watch the match and otherwise I'll have to skip it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you two aren't here, so I'm, I'm basically I'm taking control of that. Oh, wait a minute, we don't do five-star reviews anymore, aren't yeah. I'll just skip some anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know your thoughts ahead of Raw tonight, though, on Twitter. 
on X. <laughs> At what culture WWE? Watch they can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflat at Easter. What we call it? Eggs. Got to be on it. Surely we've. I must have not gotten rid of that. No, there it is. Eggs. Uh, Michael Hamflat. <laughs> follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. As I said, uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts <laughs> from for daily wrestling podcasts. The SummerSlam and AW Collision reviews are available right now. Uh, but for now, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.